This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to that Pink Crouch podcast with me, Peter Crouch, uh, with Chris Stark and the Notorious SID. Again. Have we been? <laughs> enjoying it, mate. Have we been enjoying it? I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm I, loving yeah, it. I'm loving life. Are you at the stage yet where people come up to you and ask you to rap? Seriously. No, 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 not yet. No. I'm, I've got to a stage where being stopped going, love the pod. Yeah. Wicked. Good. Love that. Cool. Oh, you know that's, I mean? that's, that's nice to hear. Like, whether I'm on the train going up or picking the little up from school, do you know what I mean? Even the kids coming home from school saying, Dad, my teacher said that the pod is awesome yeah. and your rap was like off the chart. <laughs> there you go. Great. Dad's when, got some talent. When, uh, Notorious isn't a bad nickname, like, no. you know, BBQC. No, or when you're in a shopping centre with your children, someone calls you a barbecue cunt. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> can I just, you're trying to enjoy a bit of quiet sport there? somewhere. Someone's screaming pancake in your face. <laughs> you know, there's, there's good and bad parts to it. Like, you know. I don't mind the barbecue thing, actually. I quite like it because what's weird is I get so many DMs from people going, um, think of doing a barbecue this weekend, uh, would love any tips, that sort of thing. Mm. Or I've got... Um, uh, I'm go- I want to do some ribs. Like, what's the best way to do it? Well, like, what's the best rub to use with this bit of meat? But all of them finish with cheers, you cunt. <laughs> like, as if it's, as if this is just now totally normalised. Yeah. Did you did you tell him about Sunday at Wembley? Oh God! So I was at <laughs> Wembley Stadium recently for. In fact, you were there. Pete, yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. I, I came. Obviously, does the yeah. uh, the summertime ball. Yeah. Kids love it. I have to say, big thanks to everyone there for, for looking after us and, mm. and you for looking after us. It was brilliant. It was great, Dad. Yeah, it? it is great. And for me, it was my first time doing something at Wembley Stadium mm. that isn't just, you know, going and enjoying the football there. And um, so, yeah, the radio station I work for, Capital, we were doing um, we were doing a concert from there. And I have to host little bits of it. And you do start, like, we do the radio show from the tunnel, which is insane. And then you do a couple of bits on the stage and you're, you're introing acts. And just before we introed Calvin Harris, right? I'm sort of in amongst the crowd of people there. And so there's a big camera in front of me and it's going to be all over the screens as well. And all I see past the camera, bear in mind there's loads of kids at this thing, is a phone and barbecue cunts. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking like, oh my God, this isn't even like... This is, this is a, a sort of very it's a kids event family, family it's event. a family event it's an, a, a massive concert 80,000 people and oh. still one person has got a phone up in the air it's just unreal oh. isn't it I don't know, oh, I don't know to, like, I, I'd like to apologise you know that's a conversation between me and you that obviously we broadcast <laughs> 
I forget we're broadcasting. I'm just ruining you, and then obviously he's a big fan of the pod, though. Yeah, yeah, but I do love, I love the barbecue stuff, and it's cool, and and I am, and I, I embrace being that, and I'd like to think there's other people listening to it will join me in solidarity, you know, and we can be barbecue cunts together. But <laughs> even just the screaming of pancake, you know, it's just so hard to explain to anyone who doesn't listen. So the great thing is you've just got notorious for now, but wait till someone's leaning out a van window and screaming something you've said back at you and then yeah. you'll know you're fully in. Yeah, you're fully in. Well, then, I'm yeah. fully invested now and yeah. loving life. So, uh, yeah, well, thanks, for, uh, thanks for having me so uh, far. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure, honestly. Absolute yeah. pleasure. We, we talked about this in a, in a previous podcast. We talked about the time that uh, you took me to the old uh, Arsenal stadium, took me to Highbury, which is now a block of flats. Mm. And you can still kind of go out into the garden there and the garden is the pitch. So the middle of these flats is what was the old pitch. Mm -hmm. and, and the entry to it is obviously through the tunnel. Well, you so, know, Sid's started at Arsenal, right? Yeah. So you, you would have you'd have played at Highbury. You'd have, yeah. you'd have been in that tunnel. It's like the marble halls. It, it, it's, an, it's incredible. Like, and the way they've done those flats um, and, and made it exactly how it was. You know, yeah. you've still got the marble halls, you've still got the, the tunnel out and it feels like the pitch yeah, still. It's yeah. amazing. Highbury, Highbury was great, wasn't it? And that tunnel is tight. Mm. It is, it's a tight old it tunnel. tight. And that's what we want to talk about in today's oh. podcast is... Um, Gaping tunnels. Tunnels. <laughs> tunnels, yeah. Yeah. Name of this Do you episode. like a tight one, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not tight, it's not right, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like these modern kind of like, you know, gaping tunnels. I'm not, oh, <laughs> not a huge fan of it. Well, some of them are sort of um, vajazzled now as yeah. well, aren't they? Like back then, they were just served the purpose of a tunnel. Like City's got two-way mirrors. Yeah, yeah. Either yeah. side of its tunnel. Uh, as if like... It's like a knock for And that's weird, uh, isn't it? That people can sort of... The, the players... I don't know. Can the players... Because I've never been inside... Um, Man City's, you know, never been inside the Etihad. Mm. But when you're when you're watching, is it a two way mirror? Like, can the players can't see back? Can no, they? you see no. this different. Like, I actually did see. Uh, you can see movement in there. Yeah. So you can, can see you? people pressed up against the kind of because they go right up to the up to the front, yeah. even yeah. though they can see from. Yeah, which a is an amazing thing, really. Like, like because the tunnel's quite a sacred place. It's like you know, if it, it, it all kicks off, we, yeah. you know, we'll get into it. But it does kick off in there sometimes, and there's a bit of argy bargy. And you, usually, it's like wait till I get you in the tunnel yeah. when you're on the pitch, and you you know, it's like well, okay, it's all going to kick off, and then you all run down there, and it's like a safe mm. kind of away from the camera kind of environment. It's a bit like the dressing room, but now it's really not. Do you know what I mean? It's very public and open to everyone yeah. isn't it well that's what i mean yeah it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit weird it's like it's not sacred anymore but... so I, I do you know as, as we were just talking about even recently when i was at wembley stadium we did the radio show from inside the tunnel and actually i disagreed with the fact that i should be allowed in the tunnel doing the radio awesome for me as a fan but to have um sir alf you know the bust of sir alf looking mm. at me the whole way you know whilst we we're playing jason derulo and, and did, like did it, did it live thought, up to like, your expectation um, well, I'll tell you the one thing I noticed with the Wembley Tunnel, we'll get into all of this more on that tunnel's episode, um, is it slopes up as you go out onto the pitch, right? And it's weirdly intimidating how you can be stood in the tunnel and, and it kind of slopes up. It's very gladiatorial how you enter mm -hmm. the pitch. But that tiny little slope, it just like just slows you down ever so slightly. I wonder how much that plays with your mind, those kind of things. Or if it doesn't at all. 
You yeah, just... well, listen, we'll get into that, right? Yeah. Let's get into You're, it. So, so, uh, so already, get thinking, everyone. What's your favourite tunnel? And we're going to be discussing, you know, different types, tight, loose, big, small, <laughs> different colours, different shapes, and that's what this podcast is going to be today. Before we get into the tunnel stuff, though, Crouchy, lots of people want to know how Luke, you know, our, our listener... Lucas Enrique. As, as we're that? now calling him, yeah. Um, who went out in Jose Enrique's shoes. It was his big night. At the time of recording this podcast, it hasn't happened, sadly. So we're going to have to reflect it in the next podcast that you hear. Um, but it's, uh, it is, it's happened, technically. Yeah, so it has happened, yeah. Um, so I, he's still obviously missing in action. Um, we don't know, not had contact with him yet. Um, so we'll, we'll find out on the next uh, episode, we'll, we'll have a full update on the Jose Enrique experience yeah. and see how, how, how Luke got on. Saw a couple of things on social. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how he's got on. Right, so I reckon we should kick off with a, with a couple of messages because we never get round to them. So let's do them at the start. Okay. So do you want to take one? Right, message from Alex. Chris, I thought you'd be interested to know that Texas University are running a course on barbecuing that teaches history, cooking methodology flavorings and seasonings is that up your street um yeah i i think so I, i'm kind of a believer in just doing though do you know what i mean like could you teach there like if texas university were hiring right here's the thing have you got an honorary degree well, i've got gmvq in legend tourism yeah but has a university not given you a, a degree at some point a lot well, of celebrities get to a levels gmvq yeah i think help? you're missing the point what about you sid so have you got an honorary degree no nah. No. No. See, that's you. odd. Uh, no, I paid for my degree, didn't I? I, like, I went to university. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't get... I've got a big thing. I don't understand why celebrities get given honorary degrees. Because it's a bit like, well, you're famous, so we're going to give you a... We're just going to give you a degree. I've been asked to speak at, at Cambridge. Shit. So, so well, did they give you that. a degree? Well, I didn't go. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, but... Turn it down. I, well, I didn't turn it down. I just didn't, like... I was asked to speak and I, I couldn't do it. Oh, right. But I, maybe I should. Well, what would I'm think, saying do I, is... Would I get a degree out of it? Potentially. Like, a lot of unis, they choose certain people and then you go and do a little talk there and then you get a degree. So you'd both become Bachelor of Arts or something. you get a degree in... I mean, Sid, what would you like a degree in? Rapping. <laughs> Music. Lyricism. <laughs> Lyricism. <laughs> Poetry. Just made the word up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd just love a degree full stop. Yeah. yeah, so you'd take anything, even if it's a slightly rubbish degree. Yeah. Right? Well, like yeah. sociology or something. So, yeah, something like that. Do you <laughs> get like... Is that when you get... Yeah, everyone does that. Is that it's like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? If you, if you get a degree, is that when you get like some letters before your name? Yeah. It will after. After. Before is if you get like knighted or... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I suppose that's only if you're a sir. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you're going for that sort of thing. Okay. How's Bex getting on with that? Oh yeah, we did talk about that, didn't we? At the time of recording, he still he still hasn't got one. But I think it happens twice a year, doesn't it? The 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 honors list, and uh, every year they shit house him. Every we six months. Last time, yeah. you know, like Bex is obviously he was saying obviously like really wants one. He's gagging for it. <laughs> he's gagging for a knighthood, Sid. You can tell when it builds up to it. He's he comes to the surface there, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. The man queued for 12 hours or whatever it was. He does that. He does everything. He does everything that technically, for what it's worth, I do think he, if, if when you see the list of people who have them, I, think, have I think he should have one. Yeah. But they're clearly, they're clearly going, like it's been brought up. Someone's going, um, what about uh, David Beckham? So someone's going, nah. He's blackballed. <laughs> you saying he's blackballed? 
I'm saying, no, I'm saying they're doing it for a laugh to keep him coming to these events and things like that. It's it's a carrot that's being dangled. And maybe one day when he does get it, we can have a party in his honour. Yeah, yeah. We should do it, actually. Yeah. Um, what, what I'm getting at with, sorry, very quickly, with the honorary degrees is um, universities will do it. And I'm sure there'll be people who are working at universities listening to this right now who see an opportunity to get you both to go to their universities, do a talk, and they're happy to just fucking throw you one really? of a degree that I had to spend tens of thousands of pounds on. Do you know what my degree was in? No, I don't Oh, I'm hesitant to say. Politics. No. Yeah. Yeah. So you did a Politics. degree and what, you passed it. Yeah, 2-2. Two, 2-2. Yeah. Two. Two, two. Desmond. Desmond. Politics wanker. <laughs> are you a polit... Are you... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> John. He's gone. He's gone. We've lost our producer. He's not heard the Desmond show. He's not heard that one. <laughs> You basically drew your, your uh, degree. 2-0, uh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a loss, it wasn't, wasn't a win in my parents' right. eyes. I Is don't there 2-1 better? 2-1, yeah, so really it goes first, 2-1 would be a win. So first is... The, so obviously, bear in mind, I, obviously I didn't do... Okay, his first is a win, clean sheet. So win with a clean sheet is a first, 1-0. 2-1 is a win... Um, could have, could have potentially you've conceded, you've, conceded. Conceded. you've got away with it everyone's happy it's a good result everyone's happy but, you've you got know. away with it too 2-2 um, two, 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 I count that as a draw it, it really no one's going to respect you at 2-2 two, two. right um, but equally it's enough on a CV just to get you through the door do, do you know what in most yeah. places yeah 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 you didn't but lose going below that a third and that it's, three, you're two. having to explain yourself yeah <laughs> So, so, politics, what are you learning? so, yeah, so when you're when you're at parties, because obviously when it or even barbecues, yeah. it, it always goes on to a politics, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Someone always brings it up. Are you mm -hmm. one? Of the, are you a politics wanker? No, not really. I <laughs> nice try, Sid. He's <laughs> um, learning well. <laughs> <laughs> Political pricks. Apolitic. Apolitic. Are you a politic at a party? Like, but can you hold your own with the other politics? No, I, I did politics because I didn't feel there was anything else I could do it at uni. So I did politics because I studied it. Uh, uh, it was one of the things I studied at A-levels. I was all right here. But it's more because things in politics annoy me so much that I found I wanted to learn, like, about it. So yeah. I, I don't support a particular team. No. Do you know what I mean? Uh, generally, everything annoys me. Yeah. Well, I get that, you know, with... Fuck, it's, it's we're very, venturing into politics Yeah, now, we are, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? They're right, you know, it's like the, what's it, the we, we Are Politics podcast is really successful. And I think if we can branch out into their market as well, we'll do really well. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That could be a sub-brand that we... Listen, you've done it in Buckingham Palace. I think, why not down in branch into Well, that? do you know what? Yeah. Politicians do parches, Sid. There's actually been I... politicians who do try and get on this podcast and there's some that we like and it's not because of what party they're, they're for and, and there's some that we just know are trying to get on because they want to get out to everyone listening basically. I think there'd be a long list of parched politicians uh, yeah well, we've had people we've actually been mentioned in the in the house of commons haven't yeah we, we like, did you know Crouch Fest you went to that's Crouch Fest man did you, did you ever see this no 
Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Well, it, basically what happened is they bought it up in the House of Commons. They were like, we, th whoever it was, I can't remember the name, to be fair, fair play to them. They were one of the good ones, I think. Um, at the time of recording, I think that's correct. And um, uh, what he did is he basically, it was during lockdown and COVID and he was saying, well, everyone's looking forward to festivals opening and uh, everyone needs to be getting back stronger soon and we want Crouch Fest. Basically, in the House of Commons, that will bring the, the you, that will unite the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we are. We've been talking about politics far too much. Yeah. One, on one last comment on politics. Yeah, is um, it feels like football teams. You know, like if you if you you, you always don't want to say who you support because mm -hmm. when you do, you're going to get absolute <laughs> pelters, no matter which way you go with it. Yeah, I think it's a lose lose situation. Yeah, I think what I'd like us to do is when it comes to election time for example is you don't get one prime minister candidate on we, we get each of them on do you see what i mean so they each get equal amount of time on here we become the new sort of they all get a chance yeah, on it they're pitching they're pitching yeah yeah and then we just take them as they come do you know what i mean rather than getting one on uh which could be tempting for us because they have asked. Or we just stay away from it all, you know what I mean? And get Sean Wright Phillips on. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually <laughs> probably, probably makes worse. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just to round this off. The reason I say about honorary degrees is because this uni in Texas, I would love, and I'm going to say it, just put this out into the world, or any uni listening, if, if I could get an honorary degree in some sort of barbecue thing, I would absolutely fucking love that. Love that yeah. So I just want to put that out there. If you are listening and want a cynical opportunity to get some publicity for your university, please use me. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and abuse you. It's fair enough, isn't it? All right, let's try and get you a win too, one, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If I could get a win of a degree yeah, and call my that. mother and tell her, don't yeah. worry about the other one. Don't worry about the other one. I've got a 2 1 in barbecuing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, should we get into this then? Um, the question I've got written down in front of me here that we're going to be discussing today, what makes a good tunnel? <laughs> That's going to be the starting point for this podcast, but I think what we want to get into is some of your experiences and stories of some of these big matches, and they all start there. Do you know you've been involved in some weird tunnels? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's a theme here. It's going to make us laugh throughout, so bear, bear with us. This will be the most childish yeah, episode yeah, of that Peter Crouch podcast. Tunnel, we are laughing, and I apologise yeah. for that. Yeah. But what, what I mean by that is Craven Cottage, Griffin Park, Right, you've been, yeah. you, you, you were hybrid even. Yeah. You know, I don't know what, I can't remember Reading. Reading was quite new, the Majeski, yeah. wasn't it? But, yeah. new, but those, I mean, stadium. if you think about Fulham's Tunnel, Brentford's Tunnel, and hybrid, they, they are really well, kind Fulham of like. Really, tight. like they, that, the Fulham's <laughs> Tunnel is short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. But well, don't you enter through. That's a, a weird one. Fulham, you're Fulham, outside. Fulham's one is. Yeah, like, but you're cottaging, yeah. aren't you? You're yeah. cottaging, yeah. I think, aren't you? Don't you go via the cottage? Yeah, so, sure. but, no, but there's obviously oh. a tunnel beforehand, isn't there? Because you're both in the dressing rooms next door to each other. So they're about two metres long. So you're straight out, then you're in between the two stands. So it's not really. So you're, it's so now, you're, that must be the. So you're not only, in the cottage, you're not out the cottage. That must be the You're only, not in a tunnel, but you are in a tunnel. That must be the only outdoor tunnel. That's what I mean. It's out well, fresco. If it, it, that blows your mind. That's a bit. It's of, an outie. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, it's like if if the tunnel has. If, if you're outside but walking in formation, is it even a tunnel? 
you know what I mean? If you're outside like that, can you even call it? But they it have a got a tunnel, but it's, the, it's that short kind yeah. of, you know when they, extend, they can extend yeah. or... I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, right? But they, they, they don't really extend it because it's still, let's be honest, there's not much, you know, yeah. bottle throwing from the cottage. Mm. So they do that one at Vicarage Road as well. It's just a little sort of, little um, kind of hooded bit over hooded the front bit. of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, so you come out of the dressing room, yeah. out the house, which is basically a house at Graven Cottage. I know, I've not been in the home one. I'll be honest, I've only been in the away one. Obviously, you can enlighten Shit. us, but you, you come out of the house and then you, you're outside just waiting there as if you're in a tunnel. Al fresco. <laughs> Al fresco <laughs> tunnel. Bad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What it is, is the purpose of, of this? I've never even questioned it. It's like a sort of sleeve that goes it's out. It's because like, I think if it's, if you're, yeah. you know, get sent off or something like that, you can extend it. So but you they can... never extend So when someone gets sent off, is it someone's job to quickly extend the tunnel? Yeah. Is it? I, think I, is, I don't yeah. think I've ever noticed yeah. that. I think there will yeah, be least, you'll be surprised. You know what? You'll be you're surprised. You'll yeah. be surprised at how many grounds that it's there. So wolves, I think they've got the longest... Extendable Re tunnel. Retractable. Yeah, retractable. Mm. Tunnel. Yeah. Because it's quite a long way when you yeah, come out of there. Do you know what it is? What makes a tunnel for me is when you come out of each dressing room and then you're standing there, it's literally the smell, like it's like Vicks, yeah, yeah. Vaseline, and someone, <laughs> you'll be surprised, but someone always drops their guts as well. Is yeah. yeah. that a power well, play? I've got a yeah. thing, you know, before a game, you know that kind of nervous energy, bro? I'm glad I've retired because of this. Like, I don't know how you felt, but like those, that kind of nerves before you a dropping, game. Was that you dropping your guts? Yeah, but yeah, I had to. Like, I'd always go to the toilet, like, before a game. Um, just that kind of nervous energy, like the tunnel. It's, it's fine when you get on the pitch, but mm. that kind of stuff beforehand. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So you're doing that whilst the other team are next to you. So, you'd ever, like, the smell was horrendous. And everyone's like, who is that? It's like, <laughs> or do you just front it up because you've got a face forward? And do you believe in conversation when you're in the tunnel? I'd say hello, and that was it. But focus on the game then speak after but not before not for me if not for that one you know like swapping shirts and I, I didn't do it really much at full time let alone like kind of half time I wouldn't even dream of it it wasn't like mm. I'm with Roy Keane on this one I'll be honest I like I get yeah that thing of being too friendly before a game you're going into battle you yeah. know yeah. well they say games can be won in the tunnel don't they and a bit like when we're at that hybrid tunnel and it, and it is tight um, but as you, as you both it's tight, but you, um, as you both go out, what I always think about that famous footage of Roy Keane going through is almost he can get the elbows in as well, yeah, and force his way out. That's it. If you're in front first, it's a show of authority as well. In the tight ones, Pompey was tight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Portsmouth was really Have you ever tight. got stuck in the tunnel just where you know, like the other team have come out with force and you're just there, probably. Not Pompey, where you told to come out with, with a bit Portsmouth, of... Portsmouth, obviously, it was so old school. You'd go underneath and then you'd walk through and then the home one was before and then the away one was down. But you you like... Yeah, you walk, it's like a one-man kind of walk. Yeah. Like you couldn't go two by two. Do you know what I mean? It was like one after the other, bizarrely. And then once you get in the tunnel, you can split a little bit the two teams. But if you came out together, it was like, after, you know, after you, like you'd have to, only only one person could go through. And watching AC Milan, when we got into the UEFA Cup, <laughs> and watching like, you know, Ronaldinho and Paolo Maldini walk into Fratton Park, was it was just amazing. It was like... Like, How did they do that? I can't remember. So would they do one team first and then the other? Yeah, no. so like, we'd all just come out, like the ref would blow his whistle, right? We're all out. And if one would go before you and then the other would come after. It's like merging lanes. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and then the road. exactly that. It yeah. was like that, yeah. Was... But then that's such an opportunity to 
to, to out, give him with a bit of you're confidence. You're coming out the tunnel like lemmings. Well, it's the first win, mean? isn't it, potentially? Yeah. If you all like, get out before the other team. Yeah, if you can get in front of your marker, I think you're sitting in a stall out early doors, aren't sitting you? Sitting in a stall out. But that, you know what? It's like little things that it's not, you know, probably what it was. Like, obviously, you hear about the crazy gang and obviously like all their antics in the dress room and antics in the tunnel, that kind of thing. But it was, I mean, did you ever have a fight in a tunnel? No, I've never had a fight, but he's, Watford was the worst team. That I, that I heard in, in the tunnel. Uh, uh, um, For what? Do you remember when, um, was it Danny Shitu and... Um, yeah, yeah. yeah Micah Hyde yeah. or Mika Hyde. Yeah. That, that, that team was like 05, 06. You go out there and it was like, it, it was like the crazy gang. They tried to be that sort of authority. Bit, they? Yeah. But they like, were, they, were, they like, were quite a hard team. Like that was just as I was really getting into them as a supporter. They tried to win the game in the tunnel. It was like, it's our time. It's work time. Dog of Wars, and I'm like, Dog yeah. Of Wars. yeah, yeah. Like, we, we, who was the forward to play? Heide Helgeson? No, Gifton or Williams, yes. one of my favourite uh, players. Oh, ever. I mean, he was good at Watford, really, yeah. right? Yeah, I loved him. Yeah, I loved that guy. Well, and and recently, it was it's lovely when you can go do stuff with the club, and I get to see him a little bit. I've still got the picture that I got him to sign when I was younger. What a legend. Yeah, mm. mate, I remember him there, yeah. yeah do you? Yeah. So they, 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 they I'm sorry won. sorry about Watford's tunnel, mate. They I was, just always thought it no, was quite a team, a really. They tried to win it there. But I never had a fight. In, I never, never had like... Have you never there'd had be the odd one that was going going down the tunnel, words and trying to, you know, separating people. But there was no... I remember one, I remember hearing one, Bobby Zamora was at West Ham. I think they played Sunderland. Do you remember West Ham? It goes down... You come out, you come off the pitch, you go downstairs, yeah. then it goes square, and it goes back upstairs. Yeah. So there's a little bowl at the, at the bottom, and it all kicked off in there. Down there. I remember, remember the one with Turkey and uh, England? Yeah. Do you remember that one? They had a camera in the there. The camera. You could see there's a few punches <laughs> thrown. Yeah. Heskey and yeah. Heskey threw a punch. I love it. It's just. Yeah. Well, it's that moment before you go on the pitch and the noise. This is the one thing that I, I just can't. Like, even being at Wembley recently, I I can try and imagine it the best I can, but I don't know what it sounds like for a stadium to be full in some sort of very important game and to be stood in a tunnel and what that noise sounds like of fans and the music. Mm. I mean, talk us through, what, what what's the one experience that comes to mind for you, Sid, being in that sort of intensity of being in the tunnel and maybe maybe nervous? For well. me, yeah, for me, it was, you, 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 you can't wait for the whistle. Like, so you block everything out. So you're just literally focused on outside. You're literally looking at the grass. You can see the turf. You can see the fans in the away stand. And you're just visualising, getting out there, getting ready to, as you say, go to war or, you know, go to go to work. But you kind of, it's kind of like a... The first couple of times you do it, it's great because it's new. It's a novelty. And then it just wears off. It's like playing in front of 60,000 for your first time. And then that wears off, as bad as it sounds... But you, it just becomes part and parcel mm. of of your working life. That makes sense. Mm. But the tunnel itself, yeah, it should be sacred. I don't like people seeing in cameras in there. Man City, mm. it getting wider now. Villa Park, how wide is like, Villa yeah, Park? Yeah. Is huge. But that's always been like that. Like that, it's like that's where the semi-finals used to be. And yeah, it's like it's carpeted and. I don't know, it just elevates Villa as a club, do you know what I mean? You go down there and it's like, you feel Well, like... I think Villa Park should still be hosting semi-finals. Oh, it's just such a special Cup. place to play football. Yeah. Like, I, you know, we both had the opportunity to play there and you like, it's so wide, but it feels like, it feels like a Wembley, you yeah. know? And it's because it's got a, the history that it's got, Villa. Um, it feels okay. 
exactly. when will that happen? Do either of you two know? Is it just semi-finals at Wembley for forever now, or is there going to be a point where as soon as they built the new Wembley, I think they had to pay for it, right? <laughs> so, which okay, so which all I, I get. The semi-finals yeah, I get are there. to a certain everything's there. Yeah. But, but it was that, so many... that semi-final trip to Villa Park was so special. As football fans, right in that era, yeah, how good was mm. Villa Park? Old Trafford. And, you turn yeah. up and it looked amazing from the outside as yeah. well. It had the whole experience. If you're not there every week, you know, there's Villa fans listen to this, obviously, get to enjoy it every week. But it was so special mm. as a fan to be able to turn up there. Two different teams that yeah. play there normally. Had that feel and look about it, yeah. I think. Yeah, do you definitely. know when you play like like grassroots kind of level, right? Do you, do you have like, I'm trying to think, because obviously we haven't done it for so long. Like, what do you do before a game? Do you all just get on the pitch? Or do you actually... Yeah. Do, like, do you do... Line, well, there, there, like, was, do you line there was always, like, the pavilions. Oh, do you mean the the routine on the pitch? Well, yeah, I think like, it depends you what you're doing. Do you, just keep, do you all just go on the pitch and just... Yeah, well, I, do, I just get on the pitch now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just a kickabout, really. But there not? must be loads of people that probably take it more seriously. Yeah, I think that so. Do, go, do you know what? We're yeah. going to do this walkout. Yeah. The walkout. I mean, I mean they're not holding rig- they're not holding kids they or not? anything on the way they're out. Not. I don't think. I don't know what when that starts. Yeah. I don't know what, what level that. What starts. level? What level do you start getting bringing kids on the pitch? You know when, when you get handed. Involved. You know when you get handed the kid in the tunnel, right? Is it? Have you ever been in a situation where you've been done on the stag do one? <laughs> That's that's my favourite. Where they get well, what you get a, what a dwarf attached to you. N- no, <laughs> no, Peter, handcuffed. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I get what you mean. Like the lads have put him in for I'm a. That's about, recent, I'm isn't it? About, like, oh, child, 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 Garnet stag oh, in stick, the full kit. I've seen child, that. child, oh, well, child. That's, that's recent. It is the man had done that, and he, he had to even wear his like suit shoes that he come in. Yeah, that he didn't even know that he was part of the. And then, oh, he's oh, got to go do a kick around on the pitch before oh, with the other the children. <laughs> And he's been signed up to that do it. That is amazing. Some that clubs do it. They've, I don't think they've incredible. done it in the Premier League yet, but I would love to see that it. That is amazing. Yeah. And then especially if they get paired with a slightly shorter football player. Well, I've seen that before quite a few times where they have to put the mascot oh, kind of mate. to the side, you know, because usually they're in front of you yeah. for like the Champions League uh, or Tall whatever. children then, really like, bugged they're, they're that hard tall. One. So he's got to just move him to the side yeah. and like basically do the... Yeah. The child, <laughs> Goes, like, Where's his kid? Oh, the camera, <laughs> but it looks like the, it, was, it was a new signing. <laughs> the camera goes across, and it's football, football player, football player, football player, child, football player, because the player's shorter than the kid. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's the difficult one because when you come out and they and there's someone obviously looks after the mascots and they're the ones that go, yep, yeah, they grab sort of they guide you to the mascot, and if it's a big child, you don't know whether to. Hold their hand, or we should have asked Sean his shoulder. Well, I'm sure Sean has had some big ones. Yeah, yeah definitely. He must have. He must have. But then, what I want to know is: are you allowed? Are you allowed to swap kids in the tunnel? Oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah. No way. You no. cannot swap a child. No, I've seen You're breaking child's heart. No, but I've seen it happen the other way. I've seen a kid crying because he's holding the wrong player's hand, oh. and he's like, "No, <laughs> I didn't want you." And you can see it. They're crying their eyes out. You go, "Go on, go and have Stevie." <laughs> Stevie's walking out with 10 he kids. down to Bex, son. <laughs> <laughs> Bex has got kids all over him like that. <laughs> yeah, all the kids want Bex. So poor Bex has got like five kids outside, five kids outside. There's kids everywhere. Yeah. What, um, but I do wonder with the kids when they find out what player they're getting or is it assigned? Because in the tunnel, do you line up in a certain... But in the tunnel, can you be in any order? So you just come out and be... So yeah. players will have a superstition of 
some players will want to go at last. I, I, when I was at Reading, I, I, my shirt number was four, so I wanted to be number four for some reason walking out. And then I lost that really after I lost that shirt number. Not lost it, but didn't get it again. But you can choose where you want to go. Did you yeah. have a superstition or what? Yeah, no, number? no, I was just... Wherever. I, I'd always go out towards the back. I'd never, I'd never been behind the goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've got captain, goalkeeper, parched, another, another right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is in that order, isn't it? <laughs> Literally, you're right. Captain, goalkeeper, parched, right? Always, right? Like, throughout the history of time. Um, so like I would always be kind of seven, eight deep, yeah. and I wouldn't be last because like, that's a bit twatty as well. Last, I think you're looking for that final shot of the camera that then follows the last well, it's player always, it, yeah. onto the oh, pitch. Of course, yeah, it, like, it's like the, the kind of the best player. It's like you know mm. Ronaldo or you know like you'd always come out like there's a stigma behind being yeah. last, yeah. right? I didn't want to be that guy. But uh, sort of around, it's like the back of the bus. Where it's the it? back twat. It's yeah. like, yeah, you did the back twat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never been the back twat. Well, you're right. And I think it is often the, the flashier player is the Batman. The flashiest, the white boot guy is back stick yeah. always, you know? And yeah. he'll come out and he'll do something religious and he's not religious. Does that bug he's you never, in the he's, tunnel? He's never religious. He doesn't even, he's never prayed in his life. But he comes out, he grabs the grass, he crosses himself and yeah. he looks up at the sky. Yeah. I, I tell you what was great in, in the tunnel as well. <laughs> was when United played Wolves. Ince was captain of Wolves. So Roy Keane was there, Rude, Rio, Scolzi, they're all there, all lined up, all the Wolves are there. This is when he tries to be nice, right? No, Ince is taking his time. He's not out yet. Oh, so what, I've uh, seen this, yeah, yeah. So Keane just goes, we're going. And he just runs out. They run out at, at <laughs> Molyneux and they just leave him. The referee tries to stop him and they just go. Surely it's ref first, isn't it? No, they the just ref... run past him. And then Ince comes out at the end like with his top because he's, he's had that superstition of putting his top on and they just walked out and Keane was like, fuck this, we're going. I'm not waiting for him. And he just went. It's Do you great. get told in the tunnel what's about? Because sometimes there's a lot of ceremony, isn't there? There's either a, like a memorial thing you've got to do or some sort of respect thing you've yeah. got to do or captain's got to hand something to another player mm -hmm. or you've got to receive a politician or a dignitary. Do you get told this in the tunnel or is this... Because sometimes the routine before is quite... Yeah, so you're, quite a lot, you'll, have, you'll have a heads up beforehand. Um, it's quite a big rigmarole, isn't it? Like, yeah. there's a lot going on. It's a bit so distracting from surely a... Where did you find the minute silence? How did you cope with the minute silence? Like, Because yeah. I was so pumped... You're so pumped up, right? Yeah. And then you go there and then you have to... Be silent yeah, and not but move. Then the roar after is great, right, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a buzz, that. That's a buzz. So it goes silent and it's, it's dead silent. It's dead silent. And you, obviously, you look at the ground or you're looking up and you're looking at the players opposite and the ref and, and all of a sudden, you know when that whistle blows. The roar. The whole roar. Especially but you find but, the silence uh, more stressful because there's always one... There's always one that's going to just... I always worry about the one that's wandering in from the bar. <laughs> I just you do hear, you do get hear anxious, that. but you know that I think I think that's acceptable because there's, there's a load that you can hear the murmuring from the bar that don't know it's the minute silence, mm -hmm. and then they come up shouting a bit, and then, but like majority of the time I've done a minute silence, it's usually been respectful. Mm -hmm. I, I'd like to think it is the odd place, but you know mm -hmm. it's, it, it's not been yeah. good. But you must have it as a fan, right? That kind of when the whistle goes, like it does go. Ten times louder. I love than, that than roar. What it would yeah. be if it's the game. Well, yeah, if, if you did applause, you wouldn't have that roar. No. Yeah. Oh, you do get it, but it's not the same effect. Yeah. And I do. I think that's quite nice. That mm -hmm. that minute. Also, it's just a mad situation to have that many people silent. 
Like, mm. it's kind of special, if yeah. you think about There's it. There's something special about it. I yeah, think really... a minute's a bit too long, yeah. personally. I don't know. I, 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 think it's, I think it's great. If I you st- think about how short a minute is, right? We, you know, we sit here and record for two hours. We have a load of beers. Yeah. Two hours. Like, one minute out of your life to, to, like, remember someone who's done something or played for the club or, you know, died tragically. It's not a long what time. Would you, would you like a minute silence or applause? No, silence, silence, I think, yeah. You want the silence, yeah. Sid? Yeah. I yeah, think I like silence the silence. Is more, or is there yeah. another option? Is there, right, we're going to take 15 now and everyone go and have a pint? <laughs> yeah, I mean? I the players are stood there. <laughs> the only thing is with that, I don't think anyone would really remember you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just go and have a pint like mm. you did pre-game. It's not, you think they're chatting about you, but they're just... They're not really. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This next segment of the podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, the wonderful guys at BrewDog. So, we're on the Punk IPA as always, sliding down nicely. No pun intended. Very nice. Um, have you been on the slide yet? Uh, I have been on the slide today, yeah. Sid? I flew down, yes. Did you, did you fastest speed yet? Uh, it? No, he's not worthy to come down in jeans. I was just going to say that. So next time, what will we expect you in? Some sort of... Uh, Lycra shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Lycra shorts and a helmet as yeah. you go down. We have asked them if what they'll install is like a timer at the top and a timer at the bottom. So you can press it at the top, press it at the bottom, and then there'll be a leaderboard. But um, they sort of politely smiled and nodded. <laughs> yes. It hasn't happened yet, but, you know, hopefully we'll get to the bottom. It'll be there at some point. But, yeah, we've been um, talking about the biggest punks in football because, obviously, punk IPA, punks in football... And we're linking the two. Um, but I, I was thinking, it isn't necessarily just the players. It could be managers. There's pretty punk managers out there as well, like Pep. And then you've got yep. fan groups as well. Napoli Ultras. Yeah. Where we could go through. I mean, an There's Ultras episode could be an interesting yeah, one, be couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you see the Milan fans that go older the players. You see that one where they give them a talking to and they're actually all listening on the side of the pitch before the Champions League, final, Champions it, League semi-finals. Yes. I guess, I guess the question is, is there a case that the most punk people in football are now off the pitch off the rather than on the pitch? Well, I just, I think there's always a character that you have in like a, like a fan kind of character that symbolises the club. You know, I think of like Portsmouth um, you oh, know, the guy with Paul's the tattoos and Westwood, and he's got the uh, he's got the drum, the and, yeah, and he changed his name by Depot to Portsmouth Football Club. It's the bell, isn't it? Doesn't he ring it yeah. the whole way through? The bell, right. Yeah, the bell. Yeah, yeah. what a guy! You got speedo, the speedo guy at Everton. Yeah, yeah what like, a guy! Fundraising like awesome. legend, like what it? a legend! You know, like the speedo guy. I think you're right. I think every football club has this one character. Maybe it's the kind of person we could shine a light on as well on this podcast. Bill Blood. Chelsea. Yeah, Bill Blood at Chelsea. Like Masseur. this holding up for the masseurs, the yeah. punk masseur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're kind of like we talk about Mavericks, like good Mavericks, like 
it, people that we should celebrate. And there's definitely at least one pod club. So let us know, you know, get in touch with someone that you might like to nominate for that. Mm. It's always a good discussion. We're going to do a load of events down here at Brewdog in Waterloo, aren't we, Crouchy? Yeah, mate. Yeah, we'll be here. Maybe we can it... try to get one or two along. That'd be good. Well, it's going to be epic because we're, like, we're in here and we're recording. And I'll be honest now, like things have... Because the podcast has been out, we've told people we're here. There's, there's a lot of people out there now. It's just gonna, it's created a bit of carnage in here, <laughs> and it's going to be more carnage at this event because we're going to do this properly when it's yeah, and we want to do this fairly regularly. And uh, I quite like the idea of featuring different clubs and some of these like um, slightly more maverick people and bring them down. This can be a place that they can come. So let us know, peter.crouch at acast.com if there's anyone that you'd like to nominate from your football club. Also, connected to that, Brewdog have given us the ability to hand out some free crates of Punk IPA. So if you do want a 48-pack, and we've given away one or two of these so far, of the real stuff, or you can have the no-alcohol version, then feel free to send us in a question for Crouchy, a funny story maybe a nomination of, of one of these maverick characters from your club, whatever, put Brewdog in the title of the email so we know it's about that. And uh, you might get chosen to get a crate sent out to you over the next few episodes. We've got a load of these things and we just want an excuse to send them out. But as always, just feed into the podcast. That's what it's about, really. Get involved, your stories, um, funny things that you've spotted, little discussions that we can have, or you're going to get another episode on, on Tunnels Part 2, which, to be fair was one of my favourite episodes that we Bizarrely, done. when you look at it on the piece of paper and you think tunnels, you think, how much have I got on that? I could have talked for days on it. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> like, we haven't even got into the black wall today. You so if you, want, if, if you want to avoid that, get in touch with us <laughs> with something else we should talk about. Peter.crouch at acast.com. What, what was your favourite tunnel? That's a big question. I, I haven't really thought about. Do you know? Do you know mine? Consider who just hit you with a curveball. I knew we were doing this. Silence. Why, why you're thinking <laughs> of that? Do you know what mine was? Yeah. It's for two. Well, not for two reasons. Old Trafford, right? Special. One of them. Yeah, was like, yeah. So Theatre Dreams. Is it because it's In, red as well? What's that got to do with it? Well, like you. <laughs> I just blended in like a fish finger again, <laughs> eh? So Old Trafford, you'd be in the corner and the pitch is obviously elevated. Then you can see that grass and that pitch. But they play, they used to play the Rocky anthem. Oh, yeah, remember when Rocky's training yeah. and he's in the gym? They used to play that. And I used to, and Rocky's my favourite film. So I used to be like, I am pumped. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I looked to my left or right, whoever side he was on, and then you'd see Rio, Ronaldo, Skulls, Gibbs. Yeah, and you'd be like, wild. let's keep this one down to three, boys. Come on. <laughs> that, that, you sort of was brought back down to earth. I can't imagine. Like, like they could bring you back down to earth. Jesus Christ. Old Trafford, Trafford was mine. No, I, it's I good. Do you know why? Because you come out from the corner and it's like you're really tight in the dressing room. Like, and, and also they, they go like one more, don't they? They yeah. go again. So they, they, they walk past the away one before. Yeah. So like you see, like when you, when you come in from the warm-up, with doors open and you're all just sitting there maybe doing your tie-ups getting your shin pads on you just see like Kane Van Nistelrooy you know <laughs> um, you know Beckham Giggs Skulls like Rio and you're like fucking oh <laughs> <laughs> this is some team I'm seeing it oh. Old Trafford's a strange one to have to go back into if you've had a tricky half though right because you go it's all home fans 
Mm. Yeah, around yeah, yeah, that, that corner, yeah, and it feels right. like you're going, r- yeah, into that corner. Yeah, it all just it's, narrows it's in, hard to it? ignore. Like uh, they, yeah. you get funneled in, don't you? Yeah, like, yeah. Then, and obviously that's a Stretford end that that side as yeah. well. But yeah, no, it's it, that's special without doubt. But like, I don't know. There's something I love kind of like you know QPR when I first started love QPR <sighs> QPR's like wow. really small kind of old school ground loved it at QPR you know like and you come up like you're saying that is hot start playing. In there. that is tight it, yeah really tight stuffy right? but what's, um, what's your favourite song to come out to do what, you know what I used to love what's the moment <gasps> like what's the tune Wolves is good Wolves and it's high oh Wolverhampton that's good. That good. Do you know what I like? New, I like Newcastle, right? Because that, yeah. that, that, for me, it's like the old school kind of like, I don't know if it was the Goal of the Month song. Do you remember? It's on coming that, home, isn't it? The, yeah. um, Di- is it the Dire Straits one? No, or the, the one. It's old school, like, isn't that it? Is, like, yeah. It's old school, right? And you come out and you and, and it's what a place St James's Park is. Like that was if I I think there was a couple of rumours that I would go I would go there at one stage. And you know, like um I think of all the iconic kind of number nines that Newcastle have had. And they never they didn't have one at the time where I it was close to going. And I thought, what a place! What a have, club to go and play football. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, now when you see them and they're, they're playing, what like it makes saying about like if you're a football person, Mate, Newcastle being good again. Even is, as an away f- fan, like even as an away fan, climbing those stairs. To be fair, it's good for your health. You do your fifteen thousand steps going yeah. up, um, and you're far away, and yet it still feels such a fucking amazing place to watch football. As as a fan, are you aware of the slant of the pitch as much as the players? Well, no, and uh, honestly, I have you I seen think the slant? What of the pitch? You know about me, the slant. I yeah, know about the it. slant, but I don't think any football fan gets a real feel for what is on so many pitches. There's there's so many. And even mm. in the corners, when you go take a corner, I'm always surprised by how little run-up you have mm. before it hits a dip yeah. and how steep that dip is. Yeah. For example, at the Emirates, I was so surprised by the corners there, mm. like standing on the pitch. I don't know. This is obviously standard stuff for you yeah. boys, but... I, you just think every pitch is totally level. So and... so different. Like there's a big, obviously the big hill at Newcastle. But I remember Old Trafford. Do you remember from yeah. Old Trafford? Like used to have like mad drainage, but like almost like a mound like that in the middle of the pitch. So across from the dugout to the other side, like that, you couldn't almost no, couldn't see really? the other side. Yeah, you couldn't see that. Yeah, you just see the middle of the pitch. Obviously, it's changed now. It's a lot flatter now, isn't it? Yeah, but it used to be like really kind of yeah. like. So at Newcastle, oh, how profound was it then? What the slant? The or slant. The... Uh, it's ridiculous. You can you can visually notice it on on the on when you watch TV. Yeah. So from left to right, if you look at the left hand corner flag with the stand behind, it's level, and then when it goes down to the right hand corner flag, the stand is about that much higher than the advertising boards. This because a Newcastle shoot that way in the second half. Do you think when a football club moves stadiums that they should change up the song that they go out to or do you bring that to the... Because it feels like the kind of thing, does that stick with the club or does it stick with the stadium? No, it should stick stadium? with the club, I think. Yeah. That should yeah. stick with yeah. the club. You, club so song. take Everton, for example. Yeah, it's, I think it's the same as Watford, Zed Cars, yeah. right? Which so, is great, another great title. Yeah. So what yeah. about you, obviously, Burnley, Sean Dyche, you must have had, well, I've played against these teams a lot, leaves the dressing room doors wide open, oh. speaker is 
Yeah, yeah, that's a bit blazing. That's a bit kind of really, there's a bit of shithousery going on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. talking blazing. The my tunes, I'll be honest with you, I walked into that dressing room and it was like towards the end of my career. And then because I was a little bit older, I was like, oh, fucking damn, turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, lads. You know what I mean? <laughs> Any Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> But that's that's an internal aggressive dance fucking trance. <laughs> that was on purpose, wasn't it? No, yeah, that it's was a yeah, definite get. thing. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But we're we're forgetting Anfield here. Yeah, yeah. No, but well, listen, you've had a spell mm. there. That sign, you got touch people the sign. touching it. You see, it was special, right? And I did touch a sign, and I was so that was one of my f- most like favorite things to do. I thought, oh, oh my god, I'm signing of Liverpool. I can't wait to touch the sign mm. and go out and play. Like, imagine how many legends have touched that sign. Imagine how many like. You know, DNA, how much amazing DNA is on that sign, right? I thought, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't know why I said DNA. Straight, straight oh, uh, DNA down the tunnel. I'm lick I'm, it or I'm, something, I'm, I'm, I'm too much, uh, I've been watching too much Silent Witness, I think. Yeah. Silent Witness. Silent Witness. Love Silent Witness. Huge fan. But anyway. I, uh, so you, you I, I slap your DNA it. on there. I, 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 I put my hand on it and I had a nightmare. Yeah. Gone, right? So it's gone for me now. So now... I then I didn't have a nightmare, but I just didn't feel like I I got I was my, the best player that I could be. So what do you I, mean it's gone from you? Sorry, I've missed so a bit. I, so my Your first, first game? game at Anfield, no. I touched the sign, which I was desperate to do. Didn't play as well as I wanted to. Spent another three years there and didn't touch the sign once after that. I touched oh, it once because you, you thought it you cursed energy. your game a bit. Because I felt like. It, yeah, it didn't. Well, I didn't play great oh, shit, in my eyes, so I didn't touch it again. But you didn't score for twenty odd games after. You yeah, must have touched yeah, yeah. it. Uh, you, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you must no. have thought I touched so, it after yeah, five yeah. games. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, after ten games, I probably should have fucking you touched should. it. <laughs> <laughs> You've never touched it since. No, I haven't. I haven't. T- I touched. It. I've touched that sign it's once, mad. and I've played there. What was it oh. like for as a Liverpool fan? Or sorry, as a Liverpool player, when you see the away team? Touch it. Was it a little bit like yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be touching well, it? Like, the away team don't touch no, it. Do they? They? So you can't. Who's yeah, the latest one? The Veg Horse, right? Yeah. So you saw Veg Horse. Right? I didn't see this. Have you not seen this? No. Veg Horse is it. playing for Manchester United, right? He's walking out. <laughs> Stop. Players it. all touching it. Anyway, um, all of a sudden it's like a double. It's like, hold on. Who's touched that? Like it was Veg Horse. Okay, well, this is an interesting thing. Didn't go down it? well with the United fans. Of course, and it's probably the wrong team to play for and do that, but. As a football fan, what is the rule here? What were you saying? You like, Well, there's not a rule to say outrageous. that the away teams can't... Yeah, but for away to any away team. Well, I think it's... Let's talk about a nice friendly... Like, well, if we played, we played Haven't and Waterloo then, yeah. right, in the FA Cup, right? You'd let them touch the side. Well, a lot of them haven't, haven't played at Anfield. Like, I get that, you know what I mean? They're playing at Anfield and, you know, they're playing quite like a lower level. They might not get to play at Anfield again. They want to touch the sign and say they've touched the sign. That... Happens, okay, where do you stand right? on a Fulham? If you're at Manchester United, right, you're not. T- you can't. Okay, touch not the Man United. Not Man United. But what about? Um, let's go with Luton. Are Luton players allowed to touch the Anfield side? Yeah, I don't. That's a tough one because <laughs> <laughs> it's Premier League. They're Premier League now. Like they for are, me, huh? Luton is. But it's amazing that they're in the Premier League. Incredible. Right? And- and it's the amazing journey. I, I hope they don't. I hope they go there and mix it with the big boys and 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 expect that they should be there. They deserve to be there. They're there. But you haven't answered the question. Should lose to as, I wouldn't mind it as much as if I was playing for Manchester United. I no, would know. I'd go as far as I'd go as far as saying every team that goes there first that plays at Anfield, one person from that team will touch that sign yeah. from the away what team. What about 
as a player, a you get the touch to sign once if you're in a way like you shouldn't get the same privileges as home team. You can't all be asking for good luck from the sign, can you? <laughs> that's what it's about. You're asking for good luck from the sign. Yeah, but you know what that sign? Kind that's you know, you know a fucking that, home sign. You know what that sign represents, though, right? That that sign represents like you're about to get fucking beaten. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? Like that. That the way that looks, it looks down. You going, this is Anfield now. You're fucked. Exactly. So you can't listen away. You can't be exactly. through going like, brilliant. So I'm saying it's like, you know, you're at Liverpool now. Like, you know, you should expect to get schooled out there. I think it's just basically a, a sign to say that this is a special club. And, you know, think and you think of all the history of the players that have touched that sign. But when you were playing, would you see other players from other teams yeah. touch a sign? Yeah, yeah. Like Sid said, probably. Would you, look up, would you look up and just be like, fuck off. So that's my sign. Is that, that's our sign. Yeah. No. That's our sign. <laughs> that's our sign, yeah. Well, no, I didn't touch it, so <laughs> nothing to do with me. But no, I, listen, you know, it, it, Liverpool's a special club and I think being in that tunnel is special. Think of all the... What it is, is the, it's the history of those kind of clubs. I just think for you, it's sad that Liverpool Tunnel remains untouched for you. It's there, just pure and sweet, just waiting I've for you to. It. I've you've touched, touched it, it once. I can tell mate. my kids. You've that touched, I've touched it. it. You've touched it once. Yeah, but it's a good story. I had a nightmare and played there for another. Tap three years. it again, mate. Just do no. it. Do it and get it out of your system. It's that thing of kind of imposter syndrome, maybe a bit as well. I'm like, I think of the players that have touched that, and am I worthy of it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a weird kind of thing. It, yeah, it's, it's tradition, it's heritage, and that's what. I admire as well from foreign clubs because they they haven't touched their tunnels, have they? Really, some of them are real rusticy and concrete yeah. and raw. Frequently, have you touched it? Or... I I would say not that I remember do it touching it, but I would probably say off the top of my head, I probably have. To answer he's your question, touched, yes, he's touched. It's it. when he was at Chelsea, I think. <laughs> it probably, no, if I'm honest, if I, the only time I want to touch it, it was probably when I oh, must have been at Reading when we got promoted for the first time, first time at Anfield. This is Anfield. <laughs> little, 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 little timid one. <laughs> a little touch. Do you think you've got to do it with proper confidence? You've got to no. absolutely slap <laughs> no. it. I think I, it. I think I just like touched the frame. Yeah. That was it. I probably got beat 3-0. What's the, um, what's the most intimidating tunnel you've ever been in? The most intimidating tunnel? Do you know what? There was one. We played, um, we played Barcelona in... We played when I was at Arsenal in their reserves. We played their centenary year, and we played in the stadium next to the new camp. Have you seen like the mini yeah, stadium? Yeah, yeah. So there's like twenty thousand seat stadium. So our under 18s at Arsenal or under twenties at the time played there. Then we all walked over to the new camp and then watched them play. I think it was Deportivo, and it was them old fashioned ones. You were the ones where they come out the ground, oh, like right. the gladiator. Yeah, amazing. Like, is Lazio is Lazio like that as well aren't they? yeah yeah Stadio you come Olympico. out so like that's a whole different game so you come out actually separate ones so the home team come yeah. out there and then you come out the ground first time I've done that was, that. that was amazing and it's normally but, upstairs isn't yeah. it yeah, yeah. but yeah. there's a lot of them like it's like you know Inter Milan's a special one like the San Siro like for me was playing there was because I loved Italian football like so to play at the San Siro being in that tunnel kind of like so much like underneath the stadium and then come out like mm. like Almost like a gladiator, like yeah, you say. Awesome. And I've been to the Colosseum, and I've been I've been into the, um, the, the those cages. They've redeveloped those kind of cages where the kind of lions and that used to. But come it's up. the same, isn't it? It's the well, same. It feels a bit like yeah. that, and honestly, and it's like 
I just when I was in that kind of cage, I was trying to visualize what it was like to be to be a gladiator and going out and you know in that. And the San Siro feels like the Coliseum, it really does. It feels the atmosphere for Inter and AC is just so intense and so it just so it's like so, it's a privilege to have experienced. I'm so yeah. gutted that we never experienced. The nearest I get is like the Sainsbury's trolley park. Occasionally, you know. Mm. You take a trolley from out the back, you know, when they're all gone and you walk through with a bit of pride. It's, <laughs> there's um, there's one particularly long... Tra- <laughs> Is that how you're comparing walking out to the San Siro? Well, I can only offer this podcast my own lived experience. And walking through the double doors. <laughs> the champions! Yeah. There's a massive tunnel in a um, supermarket in Pool, And um, it's become a landmark in its own right, actually. So the pool tunnel, it's actually called the Bude Tunnel. Yeah. This is so, a tunnel at Sainsbury's. So it's next to a Sainsbury's and it's got its own listing on TripAdvisor. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. It's lit up like freaking Blackpool illumination. Yeah. So, okay, if you don't know what the Bude Tunnel is, Google this as soon as you, you're sort of safe to do so. Maybe you're on your way to work or something. But what it is, is it's a tunnel next to the Sainsbury's in Bude. So uh, the description on on TripAdvisor says, the only tunnel Bude has to offer is open to the public free of charge. You can walk from Sainsbury's car park to Crooklets Road completely undercover. Protection from the elements whilst maintaining your view to the spectacular surroundings of Bude, consisting of 36 metal arches and over 70 metres long. Nowhere else in Bude can you walk this far undercover in a continuous straight line. (laughs) All ages welcome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow I mean, it's got its own trip advisor that says it all that is well, amazing I just got so many questions yeah number one where is Bude so uh, sort of uh, Cornwall is it Bude's quite nice is it Dorset yeah. is it Dorset or Cornwall so, so I imagine sort of people south, are travelling to, to, to see this tunnel. I, I don't know. Maybe if you're listening to this right now and you're somewhere near the Bude Tunnel, go and take a picture and tag us in on the socials. Get me, yeah. Sids and Crouchy yeah. and that and let's yeah. spread the word. Well, and then my, my, dream is, my dream is we go down to the Bude Tunnel. And Do you know what? We always talked about going to Vanuatu, right? And, and let's be honest, it's a pipe dream. It's so way, right? far. <laughs> no, the thing is, as well, we could have gone. Like, we did get invited, but... Jokes aside, it's something like 26 hours to get there, yeah, isn't it's it? A it's a lot. Scheduling you know what? tricky. The, so the ambassador of Vanuatu has actually been in touch with the podcast and he, he wants us to go go and meet him at kind of ambassador's reception, which I'd love to have. Yes. Take a load of Ferrero Rocher's, go down there, um, you know, speak to the ambassador. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a great a great day out. But mate, more realistic. Let's go more to realistic. Bude. Bude's doable. Bude's more, more doable, do you know what I mean? We let's have a good day let's out there. go to the Bude Tunnel, right? Us three, and walk through it as if we're stepping out into the greatest. Could we record a podcast from the tunnel itself? Or? We, you've just thrown that out there into the world. <laughs> What's stopping us? Who's going to say no? We'd be the first one to ever do it. I'd like to know if you are imbued and could host us, or if you are involved in the Sainsbury's next door to it. Uh, we'd like to do a podcast from the Bude Tunnel. Can you make it happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, come on it'd be a great day yeah, out. I'm game alright let's round up this podcast because right. I just want to ask like obviously we're talking obviously we talked football tunnels like all, all amazing you, your favourite tunnels what What would be your favourite tunnel that's non-football good question my favourite tunnels non-football uh, off the top of my head would be probably the 
Dracula Tunnel at Chess in the World of Adventures. Oh, that's a <laughs> great tunnel. one. Great tunnel. <laughs> hey, great tunnel. Great tunnel. That, uh, that tunnel. brings back childhood memories. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I, and, kind of and you shoot through there. Probably going right now. I've not been on it for 10, 15 years. No, so going through tunnel, now mate. is probably... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, great one. That's yeah, a great class one. you are, Sid. That's class. <laughs> that, that was brilliant. What about you, Crouchy? For me personally, it's the Euro Tunnel. And and I'll tell you why. You know, they built that thing underwater it's underwater right yeah. and they, which they, raises they, questions in itself doesn't it how well, the fuck do you start uh, how have that? they built it number one and I know it costs a lot of money you know but now we, we can get to France from King's Cross St Pancras you know if you can get to Brussels Brew you know yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you know, and you just you're flying through a tunnel and do you remember when that was done I remember when they when they literally done the last hole from what do you England. mean the last hole? Well, they built it from England. <laughs> what do you mean the last hole? When well, it finally <laughs> came out. They would have dug like the El tunnel Chapo. all the way <laughs> Oh, do you mean where they met in the middle? They met in the middle, that's what I'm saying. So they started, Did they actually do it so like that? So they started from England and they started from France. They met in the middle of the channel. In the middle of the sea, sorry. And in the last little circle and they just put their hands through and they just shook hands. So, so they, that was the first... Like yeah. European glory yeah. hole in so, some ways, wasn't it? it was like, are you saying there was a point where there was just this one, yeah. and all anyone did was put a hand through? And it was a. Can you imagine you're on the other end? Can you imagine you're on the other end of this, and all you see is like, and whose hand was it? Steve? It was an England, an English, any construction English worker with a French construction worker. We didn't worker send just... a celebrity in for that. No, Bex no. would have been there. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly, what, what did they do? He actually did Bex and Zidane, right? Imagine you had Zidane one end and Bex the other and they went, Great shout. The tunnel is finished. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome. So it was what a like, tunnel. So it was a handshake, was it? In the middle of the yeah. Euro tunnel. Handshake in the middle of the Euro tunnel. I wow. remember I remember watching it was live. You and then they remember. cut it out, did they? Just and that then last they done bit. the gear, they got the bigger machines in and they done it out and then they Little it. kiss? I think there probably was a probably was no, a double kiss. It must double, have been a double, double kiss. Double cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah double kiss. Incredible. That's what I'm saying. Like we are, you know, English people, you know, meeting the French for the first time. <laughs> meeting the French for the first time. <laughs> no, they weren't a foreign species. That we <laughs> they are a foreign species. What I'm saying. When I say first time, I'm saying like without flying or boating. Yeah. You know, we're training now. Yeah. We're going on a train. We're, okay. you know, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's and at I'm some right. point, an Englishman and a Frenchman. Met. Met. Hands went through a hole. Yeah, you were yeah. telling me, Sid. Yeah. Because I am going to look this up. We can get this. Two hands went through a hole and yeah. shook hands. Is... And, and that was a moment, was yeah, it? That was, was a moment. Yeah. We're so lame as a species, <laughs> aren't we? All we could do. Is that the... And that happened. Yeah, yeah. That I wonder if that happened with the Bude Tunnel. Yeah. Well, I think we need a proper ceremony from the Bude Tunnel. Like, that needs to be our next one. What, someone from... The other, what's the road you said? Uh, let me just quickly There's check the geography on it. Oh yeah, great idea, Crouchy. Someone right. who was born on Clackett Road or Crooklets Road. Crooklets Road, <laughs> right? If you're from Crooklets Road, right? And, or, and Bude. I want Mr. Sainsbury's yeah. and Crook, someone from Crooklets Road to meet, meet in the middle and have a handshake. Have a handshake. <laughs> and I want one of the Sainsbury's dynasty, <laughs> like a child of Sainsbury's. Frank Sainsbury's. Meet, right? Yeah. What's his name? Frank? Well, I assume it'll be like grandkids now, won't it? Mm. Probably. So like a great grandchild of the original Sainsbury, like a family, someone from the dynasty yeah. and someone from dynasty. Crooklets Road, if you're listening, <laughs> to meet in the middle of the tunnel. Road. We can make this happen. 
Oh, if anything be, can make this the happen, worst thing is we can. It's this podcast. <laughs> All right, we've got to wrap this up. We've been kicked out of here. Um, great podcast. <laughs> no, really yes, enjoyed it. Actually, bizarrely, you know, sometimes you think we'll do stuff on tunnels. You never know where it's going to go. No. You know, I've learned stuff today. You know, I've, yeah. I've learned about Bued. Didn't know it existed. John got. Desmond. Desmond. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll have a politic uh, not a politics girl, a degree in barbecuing before too long. And if you are a footballer listening and you don't play for Liverpool, get away from the Liverpool sign. Chumbawamba, everyone. Yeah, Chumbawamba. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said... What can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.